Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, God bless you on today as we bring you greetings in the name of the Lord. May need a little more volume here. Praise the Lord. All right. God bless you. Um, we want to uh, 
definitely thank God for another opportunity to be on the Faith in God in that TV broadcast. We uh, want to uh, get right down into prayer, and then we're going to get into the word of the Lord. There's a few things that we're still trying to um, kind of tweak for the people of God, but uh, one of the first things that we want to do is go before the Lord in prayer, and we want to pray for uh, the sick that's among us. Uh, also pray for our unsaved loved ones. want to pray for my wife, Sister Newson, and uh, our grandchildren and our daughter and all of those that are requesting prayer. So we want to uh, definitely take this opportunity uh, to uh, pray for the people of God and also intercede uh, for the body of Christ. And so those are some of the things that we desire to do. And we're going to do those things today. Uh, we want to finish up um, uh, Christian living, uh, what it means to be uh, saved and be in this Christian life and to walk with the Lord. And so we're going to talk about a few things that uh, we all need refreshing on. And so we're going to go into it. But first of all, continue to pray for uh, my pastor, Bishop Murchison, Lady Paulette. Uh, the entire Pentecostal Power Church family, uh, continue to pray for uh, the bereaved families, uh, pray for uh, a longtime pioneer that was here in the city of Milwaukee. Um, I found out today that uh, uh, the barber that we had for about over 40 years, he passed on Monday. And so we want to pray for uh, Devron, his family. And uh, all of those uh, that know uh, Harrison, his, la his last name was Harrison. We're going to pray for the Harrison family. And uh, as the Lord uh, continue to strengthen them and take them through. And all of all of those that are bereaved at this hour, the Pierce family and many others that are going through hard trials and tests. So we want to pray uh, for the various families uh, that are going through different things. All right. And so let us um, go to our Pranthum scripture, which is found in 2 Chronicles 7, 14 through 16. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now mine eyes shall be open and mine ears attend to the prayer that is made in this place. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever. In mine eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. So let us go before the throne of grace. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, O Lord, as we come before thee and before thy throne of grace, we want to thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be, O God, in your presence and be in the midst of the people of God. We ask, O God, you would direct us through the word of the Lord as we exhort and encourage the body of Christ, O God, to continue, O God, to, O God, improve. Oh, God, our lives through the word of the Lord and through, oh, God, relationship and also, oh, God, hallelujah, living this life in obedience and submission. We ask you to bless us now, strengthen us now, and, oh, God, direct us now in the word in the name of Jesus. And we'll be careful to give you all the glory and the praise, oh, God, on our petitions and our requests on today for the families, oh, God, that are requesting prayer. We ask you to touch them in a special way. In the name of Jesus and grant them, oh God, healing, grant them deliverance, grant them breakthrough and oh God, save in the midst. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, we decree and declare and we thank you for it. And we claim it done in Jesus name. Amen.
Amen. Praise God. And so we want to definitely amen, give honor to Christ, who's ahead of our life, and our pastor, Bishop Murchison, Lady Paulette, and to my own wife, Missionary Newson, uh, and also to all of you. We thank God for you being with us today. Uh, we started a little later because we are um, uh, tweaking some things that we need to work on. So if things are not just perfect yet, uh, continue to pray for Brother Newson that we'll get things just the way they need to be. So we're working on some automation for those of you um, that don't know. Um, uh, my studio, I'm trying to get it to the point where it's totally automated. And that way, the only thing I have to do is sit here and read the scripture and uh, explain the scripture as God give us revelation to the word of God. And so that's what we're trying to do. So we don't have to do so much uh, button pushing and all this other stuff that goes behind not having an engineer. And uh, some people don't know that this can be done. And so we're going to prove that it can be done, that we can have an automated broadcast without an engineer. And that's what we're doing right now. And so as we get ready to go into the word of Lord, we want to get right into our, our topic today as we are talking about Christian living, the Christian life. And so we're going to go right into the word of the Lord. And uh, if it'd be okay, we're going to try to put the word of the Lord on the screen for you and uh, see what we can do here. We're going to go to the scripture. And uh, there it is on the screen right there. All right. So we're going to see if we can uh, take it down a notch here and put it there. All right. And so we're going to Ephesians chapter five. Uh we ended up yesterday uh, on Monday, earlier this week, on Monday, we ended up on uh, Ephesians uh, 4 and 32. And uh, you all know what that says, but we're going to jump right into chapter five. We're going to flow right into it. And we're going to talk about some of this uh, Christian conduct and character uh, that pleases God. All right. And I know. We know Proverbs where it says there's a way uh, that seemeth right unto a man, uh, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And so uh, we can uh, go in our own way, but it pleases God uh, when we can go in the way uh, that God takes us. All right. And that's uh, for those that want to know that scripture, that's Proverbs 14 and 12 all right proverbs 14 and 12 it says there is a way uh that seemeth right unto a man but the end thereof are the ways of death all right the fear of the lord is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death so it's important uh that we walk in this new life uh, that we may please uh, the one that called us to be a soldier in the first place, according to Pastor Paul. But we're going to get Ephesians 5 and 1. So um, periodically, I will I will make the uh, screen big so you can see the scripture. And then I'll reduce it uh, as we uh, get through here. So we're going to do a little reading here, uh, Ephesians 5 and 1. And I hope you can see that on the screen. If that's uh, too small, we can... Uh, enlarge that for you. And so we're going to see if we can uh, 
make that larger. There we go. And uh, it says here, be ye therefore followers uh, of God as dear children. And he says, and walk in love as Christ also had loved us and had given us and had given himself for us, rather. He has given himself for Let me read that over. Christ also had loved us and had given himself for us. Hmm? An offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savor. Oh, glory be to God. That's a fragrance that, oh, glory be to God. Hmm? That's sweet smelling. <laughs> oh, glory. Hmm? That's a fragrance that's sweet smelling. All right? And he says here, but fornication and all uncleanliness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becoming saints. I'm going to bring it to you now. He said, don't let it once be named among you as becoming saints. It's very important that we take a look at this. All right, I put that on the screen so you can see it. He said, don't let it once be named among you as becoming saints. We got work to do. Hmm? And uh, it's important uh, that we follow these precepts Apostle Paul talked to the Church of Ephesus about because it's important that the Christian or the believer possess um, these qualities or these uh, uh, this particular character and conduct or lifestyle. And uh, when we look here, it goes a little bit farther and says, uh, neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this ye know that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater hath any inheritance in the kingdom of God. Now, let's break this down for a minute because when I study, I like to rationalize and really process the scripture with other scripture uh, to really bring out, you know, the essence of this truth. Now, he says, in the kingdom of God, had any inheritance in the kingdom of God. So, according to Romans, uh, uh, let's go to Romans 6 and 23. According to Romans 6 and 23, there is, and I'm, I'm going to leave it on, on that screen for now, but I know most of us know Romans 6 and 23. There is a payment for sin. And so just like there's a, a reward or an inheritance for, for living right for God or before God and before his people, there's a reward 
for the righteous. And also there's a reward for those uh, that are wicked and those that do not. And so we need to really take a look uh, when Romans 6 and 23, you know, uh, talks about uh, once the person has been made free from sin uh, and become servants of God, they produce fruit unto holiness. Okay. But look, he says here, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Now, I talked about it earlier this week. Jesus said in the Gospels, why call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say. I interpret that as, and do not obey me, or do not obey my word. Okay? That's the way I interpret that. Now, I don't know what your interpretation is, but uh, to, to say um, in one breath, you know, uh, I'm going to uh, comply with what you say. And then when the person uh, requ requests it or uh, requires it or call you on it, and then you don't come up with it, um, there's a lack of obedience. And so all of us that sit under leaders, we have a responsibility uh, not only uh, to God, but to them to walk in obedience to the word of God, because God has placed them over us with the oversight to help guide us uh, along with the Holy Spirit guiding us and help teach us and uh, give us all the things that we need uh, to stay out of uh, uh, the, the enemy's traps and snares. All right. And so when we look at this, we need to understand that there's no inheritance for those that have this kind of lifestyle or behavior. And so if I'm doing those things, if I'm, if you know, if I'm doing those things, whether it be a, a man is considered as a whoremonger and we know the uh, female persuasion or our females considered as the, uh, the whore. So we're going to break it down that uh, viewpoint, but we're not uh, more or less dealing with the name calling of it, but we're dealing with the acts of it. And so if we're doing those things and we're not uh, as uh, as newborn believers and converts. If we just came out of that and we're going back into it, we might want to examine our actions and know that God would not reward us for that type of lifestyle. All right. And so let's take a look for He says he says, um, let no man deceive you with vain words. We're in a deceptive time now where people got plenty vain words. Uh, he says, let no man deceive you with vain words. And uh, there's a lot of vain words now because people are tell you that it don't matter now. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it don't matter now. Um, you know, uh, the old apostolics had it wrong. You know, people say all kinds of stuff, which is really just mind boggling, <laughs> you know, to say that, you know, our forefathers that taught us the gospel had it wrong. The devil is a lie. You know, the devil is a lie. And I just believe that if it took it, then it's going to take it now. And so we need to 
Look at the word of God and stop looking at people because people, the masses, you know, will lead you hmm, in that broad way. Scripture talks about straight is the gate and narrow is the way that lead it unto life. And so we must take a look at the word of God to identify deceptive words. He says, let no man deceive you with vain words because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children hmm? of disobedience. This is what he says here. The wrath of God comes upon the children of obedience. Now, this, this is very important. Now, I just want to... Um, I just want to take a look at something here. We're going to make this bigger for you. Let's see here. We're going <clears> to... <throat> If we're going to follow God, then we must uh, walk in love. Or we exhorted to walk in love. And if we're going to walk in love, hmm, uh, then we're going to accept the sacrifice that was offered for us by Christ. Hmm? And then if we're going to accept that sacrifice, hmm, we're not going to serve anything outside of uh, Christ. All right. So we're not going to serve anything outside of Christ. I'm just trying to break it down and put it in perspective. And after we uh, don't carry out those particular acts, because you've got to look at the, uh, the, the commandments, the holy commandments. You know, where it says, uh, love the Lord thy God and love thy neighbor as thyself. These two hang and fulfill the law of the prophets and the prophets. So if everything is hung, hinged on uh, having a relationship with God and loving our neighbor, if we will love our neighbor, then our lifestyle hmm, would uh, represent uh, that we are his children. Bishop Murchison preached a message, I believe it was years and years and years ago. Uh, it had to be over 15, 20 years ago. But to make a long story short, the word was, who's your daddy? A very simple message, a very uh, message that can be relative uh, naturally and spiritually. Who is your father? Who is your daddy? Hmm? And if we have the right father, he left us an inheritance. Okay. And so don't let people deceive you and cause you to miss your inheritance and be lost. All right. And so we must stay with the gospel message and teach what the gospel uh, teaches. The apostles, uh, I believe our late, bless his heart, our late uh, Bishop Lavelle Tyler used to say, uh, Jesus said it, uh, I quote it, and the apostles wrote it. And so it's very important for us to understand who wrote what and who's saying what. 
And we are listening at folk now that don't have no spirituality hmm? and taking their advice over scripture. <laughs> you know, and I want to encourage the young as well as the old. Don't take my word for it. Read the scripture for yourself. All right. And so this is the thing we must do instead of taking these vain words, because somebody's going to have the wrath of God on them. Hmm? Because they're not being obedient and they're leading people astray. Hmm? And he says, B verse number seven, this is the kicker. And I'm, I'm going to move on because I got more scripture for you, but I got to go down this path here. This scripture, verse number seven, uh, key scripture, Ephesians chapter five, verse number seven. Let me make sure I got that on, 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 on the uh, screen. Yes. I got that on the screen. So I'm going to reduce it and make it small now. Um, all right. Let me make it small again. There we go. Ephesians 5 and 7. He says, Be not, be not ye therefore partakers with them. I like this part right here because this takes, um, uh, this takes uh, not only obedience, but this takes spiritual virtue because uh, we're in a fast-paced moving environment now in society that we're in. And so when he says, uh, be ye not therefore partakers with them, Paul uh, is not saying people should keep away from all unbelievers. That's not what he was saying, okay? So I just want to make that plain. He was not saying stay away from everybody because you can't stay away from everybody. Hmm? You can avoid certain things, but you can't, you can't uh, lock your doors and stay in from everybody, all right? You got to face folks. But he was teaching uh, the followers uh, to how to uh, befriend and engage and show love and hospitality uh, and love and kindness, hmm? that the individual may lead them to Christ. Now, it's very important. Now, uh, they're not going to be led to Christ if we don't have Christ-like character and attitude. So that's why it's important. I want to go to Luke chapter 5 to uh, convey a point. Let's go to Luke uh, chapter 5 real quick. And uh, I'm going to leave my screen reader so I can uh, save time. I just want to go to Luke chapter 5 and... Uh, Let's take a look at Luke chapter five and uh, let's take a look at something. We'll start at about um, verse number uh, 29. All right. And they accused Jesus of eating with sinners and all this stuff. But we want to go to Luke five and 29 to take a look at something. And Levi made a great feast in his own house. And there was a great company of publicans and of the others that sat down with them. 
But the scribes and the Pharisees murmured against the disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with publicans and sinners? This is what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be helping people and leading them to Christ. And Jesus answered and said unto them, They that are whole need not a physician. So when we go on the family reunion, I'm not going to not go to the family reunion because I have unsaved loved ones. But we have to show our light and show our love, not only among our loved ones, but to everybody. And so he says, they that are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. We have the prescription that we've received of God, which is the gospel message. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. We can take that message to the family reunion. <laughs> All glory. Hmm? You can take it to the bank. Hmm? You can take it to pick and save. Hmm? You can take it to Kroger. Hmm? You can take it to Walgreens. Hmm? You can take it everywhere you go. <laughs> All glory be to God. Hmm? And somebody going to be helped. Hmm? And the ones that want to stay sick, <laughs> let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? Look, the only person I know want to stay sick is the person that don't want to get up or call for help. Hmm? And so this is what Jesus was explaining to them was the people that's whole and claim they're good. Then don't, don't trouble them people. Keep moving. But they that are sick, hmm? he said, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And we need to, uh, we need to uh, take advantage of the opportunity that we've been given. We've been given a great opportunity to help somebody, and we need to take the opportunity every time we have it within our grip or within our power to act. And so your lifestyle is important. What are you saying, Brother Newsom? How we live before people is very vital and important. Hmm? We can, you know, you got a lot of people, they talk loud and they really not saying nothing. Hmm? And because you talk loud don't mean you're getting the message across. Hmm? But let's take a look. He said, let no man deceive you with vain words because these things come the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Now in verse eight, I got to go there. I got to make the screen back big again so you can see, um, see this on, on the screen. Now he says here in verse eight, for ye were sometimes darkness. Hmm? You were sometime darkness. That means we were once just like that. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Hmm? So how dare us hmm? uh, not remember from whence we came? He says, for ye were once darkness, but now ye are light in the Lord. 
and he commands us uh, uh, to walk as dear children of the light. He, he command, Paul exhorts the Ephesus church, the Ephesians, body of believers, encourages them and motivates them and embraces them. Hmm? It's one thing uh, uh, to point out a person's fault. It's another thing to help them with the fault. Oh, let me get out of here. Hmm? And this is what we must do. Articulate the gospel message that will help folk and not injure folk. Hmm? Look at this. Make, you know, cause them to think about where they're sitting. Hmm? And instead of us being in the judgment seat, which we can be sometimes, but uh, when people are hurting and need help and looking for answers in their lives that will uh, cause them to change direction, hmm? we must be very, very careful in how we go about showing them love and exhibiting the light of the Lord. We got to walk as children of light. You know, we can say one thing and be doing another. Hmm? For the fruit of the spirit is all goodness and righteousness and truth. Hmm? And we as believers have no business getting caught up in lies. Hmm? We have no business being caught up in gossip. We have no business, oh, glory be to God, hmm? getting caught in scandals. Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? Look at this. And schemes. Hmm? Look at this. He says here, proving what is acceptable. Oh, glory be to God. This goes right in conjunction with Romans 12, 1 and 2. Proving what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. Now, let me make this back big again. I'm sorry. I, I'm uh, working with this, but uh, we, uh, we're going to make it back big again. Let's see if I can do it. There we go. I got to make it back big again because I want you to see this. Uh, scripture. Uh, let's take a look. Okay, I think I went too far there. All right, let's go back down. Yes, this is what I want. Verse number eight. That's what we want. All right. Verse number eight is where we were. He says, uh, for you were sometimes darkness, but now light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. For the fruit of the spirit is all goodness and righteousness and truth. If we are in the light, we should love truth as believers. Hmm? We should buy the truth and sell it not. And if the truth comes to us, 
and we struggling with the truth, we got to chew on it and digest it and swallow it because the truth is the only thing that's going to make us free. Hmm? And he says here, for the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship. Oh, glory be to God. I'm closing now. I got to let you go. He says here, and as I get ready to let you go, we have to pick this back up. Uh, we still got uh, the rest of this month to finish this series out. But he says here, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord, unto the Lord and having no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Didn't say you couldn't come around sinners and come to the family reunion, but you know you ain't got no business smoking that joint. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? You know you ain't got no business drinking no Hennessy. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. Let me put my face on the screen so you can see my face here. It's very important that you understand this. You you know you ain't got no business smoking that blunt. Hmm? And so these are the things that we must do. Have no fellowship with those things. Hmm? And we're going to go to Corinthians 6. We just hadn't made it over there yet because these lessons deals with Christian conduct, character, and lifestyle, and they take a little bit more in-depth uh, teaching and explaining on layman's term because some people um, that we're sharing uh, this good news with on the social media channel, everybody's not have the faith of God. And so we're trying to break it down and make it in such a, a, a way that is explained in the lowest common denominator where the person that, you know, the scripture talks about even a fool could not err. And so here's the thing. We're trying to make it simple. We're not trying to use no flamboyant, complex words and theology. We're just breaking down truth. All right. And this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to explain it to you in such a way that you understand that this is unacceptable behavior. Hmm? And if you're doing it, you need to. Oh, glory be to God. If I were you, I would stop doing it. Hmm? If I were you, I would stop. Look, because there is judgment. The wrath of God come upon the children of disobedience. And he says here, have no fellowship, none. Hmm? No fellowship with unfruitful works. Huh? Unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Reprove means to expose them. Hmm? Sometimes people think reprove always mean rebuffing a person, rebuking a person, or correcting a person. You know, expose them. They claim to be a Christian, and you know that they're not. Oh, <laughs> let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? I know we we not. I know people said leave them alone and just push them over in a corner and keep moving. That's not what we're supposed to be doing. The scripture says, reprove them, which means to expose them because they're going to call somebody else to be led in the wrong direction. Hmm? And they're going to be saying, I thought they were saved too. And this is the thing. We're in a time now where men have crept in, Jude says. You can see I'm getting worked up. 
Hmm? We're going to get to it. We're going to get to Jude. But here's the thing. They have crept in. All glory be to God. Hmm? And some of them we didn't let crept in because we friends with some of these folks. Hmm? I'm looking straight at the camera so you can see me. Some of it, these people that have crept in and doing this stuff, we're friends with some of these people that have crept in. And the Bible says, have no fellowship. <laughs> let me get out of here. Got to go. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you know something. You can wash off a hog and clean him up real good. And if he rub up against a hog that you didn't wash off yet, he going to get mud back on him. Mm -hmm. This is why you got to separate. This is why it's got to be a separation from clean and unclean, according to Leviticus 10 and 10. Hmm? There put a difference between clean and the unclean. Hmm? Now, if we had a job, and I know everybody don't work on a farm, but if you had a job of washing the hogs, you had to separate the clean ones from the dirty ones. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? Because if they run together, you're going to be working all day washing hogs. Hmm? I'm just trying to break it down to you. Look, he says you were sometime in darkness. We all were in the mud at some point in our lives. But after God cleaned us up, we don't go, we don't go back in the mud. I'm, you know, I can, oh, glory be to God. Some people say you can't do this. You can't do that. You can do anything you want to do. Hmm? But some things you ought to not want to do because of the Holy Spirit resides there in your life. All glory be to God. Let me get on out of here. I got to let you go. Uh, he says, but rather reprove them, which means expose them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done to them in secret. Hmm? But all things uh, that are reproved or exposed are made manifest by light. Hmm? This is why when you go around people and they not living like they supposed to be living, they shrivel up or they draw away from you. They draw up. Hmm? <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? Or they try to find some reason. Hmm? Uh, why not to be in your presence? And then sometimes we as saints and believers, new believers and converts, don't take offense to that, young people. If you living right and you doing what's right and somebody don't want to be in your presence, keep it moving. Because that might be a sign that, hey, a dead cat may be on the line because you may end up running with that person that you thought you wanted to have your friend and mess around and lose what you had hmm? because they have made a choice not to live for God. And so it's important that you stay with it and Jesus will be a friend to the end. Look at this. I'm, I'm letting you go now. I'm, don't go nowhere. I got some most of the good stuff for you. Look at this. He says here, but in all things that are reproved are made manifest by light. For whatsoever do it make manifest is light. Wherefore he said, awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead and Christ shall give thee light. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time. Because the days are evil. And I'm not saying it. The scripture says it. 
we're living in an evil day. Hmm? And we got to make sure that we understand and we are, are uh, abreast to and we are uh, uh, fully aware of Satan's tactics hmm? and how he uses people hmm? to get at those hmm? that's really living for God. Hmm? And when he talked about the days were evil, he was talking about a sense of urgency because evil is pervasive or persuasive. And that's what I mean by we've gotten to the point as apostolics now where people now that are claiming to be apostolics have drifted into this area of I can do everything. I can do anything. Hmm? And God will forgive me. This is the same thing happened to the Corinthian church. God had delivered some of them, brought them out, and some of them went back into the whorehouse. And Paul had to tell them, no, 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 this is not, uh, no, we don't serve false gods. We don't go into Diana. We come out from among them and be separated. And so these are the things that, you know, people have to understand. Hmm? And I know people think being saved is restrictive and repressive, hmm? but I'm free. I don't know about you, but I'm free in God. Hmm? And I got all the liberty that I need in Christ. Because hmm? it says right there in uh, uh, Galatians chapter 5, he says, stand fast in the liberty where Christ has made you free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. These are the faithful words of Elder Newsom with the Faith in God in that TV. I want to say God bless you again. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Um, uh, definitely we're thanking God for uh, you joining us on the broadcast. I do want to put a slide on the screen for you because we have some things that we want to put on the screen. Hopefully um, uh, you can still uh, receive these things that we have on the screen. We want you to save the date um, because uh, Sunday, uh, January, I believe, uh, Sunday, January 14th has already went past us. But um, we want to let you know that Pastor Calvin had preached there. And then we have uh, Pentecost, which is coming up. And we have the Women of Worth uh, Conference that's coming up. Uh, and so these are the things that we got on the screen. I made the slides a little bit bigger for you so you can see uh, we got uh, so many uh, things that we got going, uh, uh, different events that are happening. Pastor Emerson, um, he's having um, a service there. And so uh, we got the ushers uh, that's coming up. Uh, the National Ushers of Pentecostal Power Church coming up. And so we got uh, Pastor Matlock installation is coming up uh, June 15th, uh, right around on that Saturday, I believe at 6.30 p.m. And so save those dates. Um, we did uh, let those of you know that if you would send me your flyer, I put it out there for you. And some of you did just that. And I want to thank you uh, for sending me that flyer. Um, so that uh, 
I could uh, put them on the screen. All right, so we're going to let you go. Uh, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. We want to thank you for joining us today. Oh, we said something that uh, would encourage and exhort the people of God uh, and that uh, you may uh, be able to share with us. As I said, I'm working uh, very, very diligently to get the Zoom link up and working so that we can have a Zoom session with all of our uh uh, particular subscribers and viewers that they can uh, come in onto Zoom. Um, we'll be posting the link. The link has been up for a while, but when we open that channel for Zoom, the only thing we have to do is have you uh, come in and uh, wait uh, for the uh, broadcast to start, and then we'll bring you right on to the Zoom meeting. And so we're working uh, for some things, uh, but we're going to be locked in for about 40 minutes into Zoom. So what will happen is I will uh, start the first 15 minutes of the broadcast and then we'll bring you into Zoom so we don't go over that hour uh, period of time that we have uh, for our broadcast. And so, again, uh, thank you for joining us uh, on the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. Uh, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newson. God bless you in Jesus' name.